Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Control-Alt-Revolt podcast with me, Nick Cole. And Single White Medusa. And we are finally back in our car with a cup of Phil's coffee this afternoon. So nice to get back to our car. That was that was a long rental car journey. That was a long haul. That was this if you're if you're if you're Jewish and you've read about the Israelites struggling through the desert for forty years, we kind feel of like your <laughs> we feel your pain. That's where I was going. <laughs> okay. But you dove in on it. I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> you saw the hand grenade of my comedy and you threw yourself on I it. I did. I'm a hero like that. Hero hero <laughs> girl save show. <laughs> So what do you want to talk about today? I think we had a couple of stories that kind of were shocking today. They kind of seem to keep being about the same subjects, but there keeps being more shocking things. Yeah, I mean, just every day it gets weirder and weirder. Like I was even dealing with some people today and we just got on the subject of like how things are going here in the OC, the just the insanity of the government and things like that. I mean, like, you know, People are starting to talk about some very serious subjects that can get you, um, I'm tired of saying get you in a lot of trouble and things like that because I listen to videos on YouTube and people, you know, have code, you know, like it's all like we're living in some sort of Orwellian overstate where we're afraid to use certain words and we're afraid to talk about certain things. But I put it to somebody this way. I said, listen, if you in your personal life lived like the government right now, you would be bankrupt. You would be broke, which is the same thing as bankrupt, but it sounds good. Bankrupt, broke, divorced, and you would be in jail mm -hmm. and you'd be a criminal because this government is starting to do some really criminal stuff. None of the things that they're doing, none of the rights that they're taking away, none of the things that they're doing to business is actually legal. It's just you have a mass of sheeple going along with it. Like we talked to one girl last night and she, I said, did you want to get the vaccine? No, not really. But I wanted to go to Hawaii and I want my life back and my relatives pressured me. And so she just got it. But speaking of the vaccine, I think the thing that was most disturbing today to the both of us was what? That you cannot give blood or I think more specifically plasma if you've gotten the vaccine. You can't give blood to a coronavirus patient, basically, if you've had the vaccine. Yeah, that's actually really a odd. news story you can look it up. You yeah. cannot donate blood. Or plasma. Or plasma, same thing. If you have gotten the vaccine. Okay, so let's break that down. And we actually watched the news story. And the reason that the news reporter gave, and this is just something that like, you know, hey, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. News people are the dumbest, most low IQ people in the world. That's not even in dispute. I had a scientist friend of mine, um, a guy who advises me sometimes on the science that I use, that we use for, for Galaxy's Edge. And he was actually posting these things that journalists turn out to be the most low IQ graduates of college. So no wonder they want to ban IQ. <laughs> but anyways, um, this news reporter basically said that the reason given for why you cannot, if you've had the vaccine, donate blood to people for COVID therapy is that because the vaccine destroys, quote unquote, all the antibodies. Mm -hmm. So let's just stop and think about that for a second. Antibodies are good for you. 
antibodies mean you have fought successfully the infection. So wouldn't that be helpful? So the first thing that occurs to me is if someone has the vaccine and they're carrying things that can defeat the virus, then, then that seems like that. Why wouldn't you do that? And then the, the next thing that comes out of that is, okay, so what you're sa saying is that the vaccine actually destroys the things that are helping you fight the infection. Because if the, va if the vaccine in someone else's blood then defeats the antibodies in someone else's blood given to the other person, then it's defeating the antibodies in your, in your blood, meaning the vaccine is working against itself. Working against, the vaccine is working against your body's ability to protect itself. No one has been told that. No one has said these things, but it's like a lot of the stuff that comes out. When you go through and you break it down, like stupid people just believe what they're told, like clapping seals. Oh, okay. You don't want to do that because they're doing science and the science means it's good for us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I, well, I don't really have that much more to say about that. Do you want to move on? To no, I'm not finished. Story? I just wanted to, I was going to take a drink of coffee. Oh, okay. And I just wondered if you wanted to chime into the circus um... being that you're the big star now and everybody loves you. Well, my mom calls up and says, I, I really like Nicole's voice. She's sweet. And nice. Oh, that's so nice. I'm like, what about me? <laughs> I think the only other thing is that that's part of why I feel so hesitant, as they like to say, about this vaccine, because I'm pretty sure the way that most previous vaccines always worked is that you would have uh, the antibodies. Yeah. That's kind of how they worked. But They've even said that's not how this one works. Yeah. It's just really weird. Like, why would it harm a coronavirus patient to get a yeah. vaccinated person's blood? Like, you're just like, I, that doesn't make that, sense. Three, one of three up. things happened. Either that news person was an idiot and got it wrong. Or that person, that news person is an idiot and accepted a stupid answer mm -hmm. that even just two minutes reasoning can make you say, wait, one of these things does not add up. One of these things is not like the other, but the main takeaway that I'm, I think I'm going to end up pounding this on the, vi the, the vaccine is the vaccine isn't a vaccine. It's yeah. not a vaccine and it's not supposed to do what they're telling you to do. Yesterday I laid the theory on you that it could be an operating system. Okay. Well, you can take that. If we're still going to do crazy theories, if I'm going to honestly look at this and I'm going to disbelieve the bullshit excuse they gave to the person, it destroys the antibodies and that's why you don't want to have it. Okay. Let's, let's analyze that. Um, let's say that that's wrong and let's say that there's something that they're doing with it that they're not telling us. Well, something that I can think of is I know that right now it was like, if you look at yesterday, I was talking about, look at what Bill Gates does. And then extrapolate out from that what's being done. Okay, if we use that kind of same thing and we say, we look at what the culture is. We look at what we know big tech is behind this because every time we say anything about the vaccine, which people have to call the jab is code, otherwise the algorithm will ban them. We know that somehow that jab, that vaccine or whatever it is, um, it may not be what it's supposed to be. I lost my train of thought because you were 
doing something there with the water. <laughs> you totally threw it. I'm like, ah. But anyways, um, what I'm trying to say is if we look at big tech and we know they're all about the purity of data, the data is everything for them, that they want more data. Is it not wrong to infer that for some reason the vaccine is collecting data? I'm not saying they're tracking you. I'm not saying there's stuff in their blood. There is that technology. That technology does exist. Um, I'm not saying that they're doing that, but there could be other more passive forms of how they collect data uh, at the beginning, at the end user state, or whatever. But if we know that somehow data is driving these decisions to install this operating system or to give you a vaccine, as it's called, then maybe we can suspect data in this case. Okay, so why can't one person give blood to another? Well, if you're using the data theory, suspicion, let's call it a suspicion, the data suspicion, there's something about the blood that they don't want messing, mixed blood, that they don't want messing with the purity of data. It could be for it could be for non-nefarious means. It could be for nefarious means. Maybe there are certain vaccines made for certain groups that they're not telling us about that they want to produce certain outcomes. I don't know. I'm trying to keep it all vague because when you get suspicious or when you take this one step more, it does sound pretty criminal, but I don't buy the vaccine can't be given to somebody else in the form of blood because that will, quote unquote, wipe out the antibodies when antibodies are what you need to actually fight this virus. So I have to look at, well, what are you really trying to say? And if the vaccine does somehow affect blood and blood marking then that might be messing with what they're ultimately trying to do with data tracking. And we know big tech is obsessed with data, data tracking and they're obsessed in even ways you don't even know. Like one of whoever, uh, who was it that sent us that great thing on Paul Revere? That was awesome. Um, I don't remember now at the moment, but that was they really sent like I, I didn't really understand that. I know it's you know, I know it's a big thing and and I was having that conversation with my um scientist friend about another scientist friend about data, but someone posted in the links from yesterday's show this great uh example of how you could have used data to arrive at Paul Revere as the guy who was going to go warn the British in the colonies. And if you were proactive and nefarious and running British intelligence, you could have taken Paul Revere into custody and shut down that entire thing just using data sets. And so that was very interesting. So we know that they're absolutely obsessed with data. The government came out today and revealed that they, the Pentagon has a super secret new uh, data agency that's doing all kinds of nefarious stuff. And of course, Absolutely, of course, it's turned inward on us and not towards our enemies. Not like, let me, here's a big one. Did you know there was a huge cyber attack last night? There was. It was giant. Mm -hmm. It was massive. International. And no, it was international. Um, we were getting hit hard. England was getting hit hard. Europe um, in general. Europe in general was getting hit very hard. China was even getting mm -hmm. hit. It was all coming out of Russia, and it was a massive cyber attack. Mm -hmm. And, of course, no one talks about it. But... That people running, uh, you know, systems and information technology at all of these major media outlets would have known about it, and no one said anything about it. And it was, it was, it was ginormous. We've got Biden, uh, who told us forever that Trump was a Russian asset, and then turned around yesterday and made sure that Putin could put his Nord pipeline through Turkey, and then that's all good. And then basically remonstrated Israel for defending itself. So things are things are weird and Biden is especially weird 
uh, what were his two incidents today that were just absolutely ridiculous? Um, there was one video of him visiting an electric car factory or plant. Um, and he was supposedly driving, like driving the car, but the people that posted the video, they slowed it down and kind of, you know, pointed stuff out. And you can see briefly that the guy in the passenger seat also has a steering wheel and seems to actually be the one driving the car. And the other way that they, uh, the other proof for that is that it also shows, um, Biden turning the steering wheel and that you can clearly see that the car does not turn when he does that. The car just keeps. So grandpa mumbles isn't even driving the car Yeah, and it's out like on a runway. Like it's like, it's not like he can hit anything, (laughs) Yeah, but they so don't trust this fool Mm -hmm. to actually drive a truck that they have to put a driver in it. But it's cool that he has the nuclear football. Yeah, It's cool that he's the president. Like is, is anybody just getting full up on this? I think tons of people are. It's just like, what do we do? I think we start talking about options. And I know like that, I mean, I hate that this conversation always lands there and people, you know, but we, we need to start talking about ways to be Americans and to protect America and to protect ourselves. Even if our government doesn't have our best interests at heart and we need to have communication and we need, and it needs to go, you know, I'm just going to say all these things and I don't care if the FBI shows up because it's my right to say it. And no, I'm not talking about the things people think I'm talking about, but there's nothing wrong with us being able to freely and openly communicate. Maybe that needs to start happening on whatever village green you have. Maybe that needs to start happening in whatever tech app app will let you do it. But we need to be saying these things and we've got to stop being afraid of the government. And if the government comes after us, then we need to lawyer up and we need to start litigating against them. That has happened by another organization. Scientology uh, litigated the IRS into actual submission. So you can file, you can use legal means as a weapon against the government to get what you, you want to do. Yeah, there are the things that you can do. You can get involved. You can get to your school board. You can do these things. But I think if we start talking about like, hey, we, we're reaching, because I'm just telling you, like in the private conversations with average ordinary people that I'm having, people are saying things that are indicating they are very full up on, on these shenanigans and having this idiot who can't even drive a car on a runway somehow be in charge of everything And I was listening to another thing today that was talking about it really is becoming hands-on clear that it's actually Obama behind the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Not even a conspiracy theory. That this is actually Obama and Valerie Jarrett truly driving their basically third-term agenda. And And that Hillary Clinton was actually supposed to be that because they had her compromised under a bribe. And then, you know, the most hilarious thing of all is Orange Man flipped the script. So, you know, now, now we're seeing it and it's desperate and it's weird, but it seems totally intent on our destruction. I wonder if that's the Patrick Byrne bribe. It is. Probably yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I, I like, and, and you know, like when they come and they say, oh, all these things are crazy and you shouldn't be talking about that and blah, blah, blah. Like whenever they, it's like the election or the audit in Arizona, the more you try to shut it down, the more it tells me that's where the smoke is. You know, and, and they are trying hard to shut that down. So 
I'm working on this thing uh, about a civil war um, fictionalization. Fictionalization, he said with air quotes. <laughs> but um, I came up with the title for it. I wanted to call it Total Chaos. I wanted to call it something else. I want to call it No Lives Matter. But both Jason and Nicole said that wouldn't be a great idea. I do like it, the title. And when yeah. you've explained what it means in the book, there's nothing wrong with it at right. all. But I just know people will go insane. Over yeah. It, so. But I came up with a new title called Total Chaos. And that really does feel like it to me now. Like as, as I kind of take all the information I can from all the credible sources that I can find. And then I think what I've really begun to do, and I don't know that I always did this, but I stop and actually listen today to what's actually being said by the propaganda. You know, like, you know, we're all, you, you can't have the vaccine if you've had it because antibodies and they're bad. And you're like, that's not even basic science. That doesn't even make any sense. And two, it indicates that, again, I, and I know, I know, like, I know the operating system theory is weird. It could be something else. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure now it's not a vaccine. Uh, well, we know it's not a vaccine. It is a gene therapy. It is a science experiment of some sort. But I don't know that it's actually intended to help you through the coronavirus because I keep running into people who got the coronavirus after having the vaccine. And what was the thing that you heard? I just heard that 60% of coronavirus cases now, um, maybe specifically like hospitalizations for it, whatever, are are people who've been vaccinated. So basically more people are getting the coronavirus, at least in a serious way, than uh, non-vaccinated people, which is really weird. Yeah. I mean, like, isn't this supposed to actually be good for you and help you and yeah. And all these things. And instead it's, it's, it's making you sick and you can't go give plasma. But remember we were told, Oh, give plasma help. Remember the heroes. And I'm absolutely sick of the hero stuff. Yeah. You know, who was it the other day? Uh, we were in the movies and here comes good old Matthew McConaughey, who I like, but is on my probation list. If he does dumb stuff, but mm. he is Texan and Texans are crazy. But, but he's trying you know, to run. he came out and had to do this commercial about how movie theater workers are heroes. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to live in this society anymore. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're doing their job, but that's doing a job. Like you show up because yeah. you want to get paid. That doesn't necessarily mean you're a hero. I mean, I, only because I never thought of myself as a hero going to any of my jobs. It's just, you go. So you can get a paycheck and you do a good job. That's not, that's not necessarily a hero. Yeah. I think John Mulaney, the comic kind of summed it up one time. Cause he was talking about the New York post. And he was talking about the way that they write headlines and they said, any kid who gets killed young is an angel mm -hmm. and anybody who just does their job is a hero. Yeah. And, and then anybody who like hurts anybody is like a scumbag yeah. and that's how they, that's how they write it down. <laughs> so it's, it's an age of marketing. I hope the podcast is still working for you. We're just like, like I said, Nicole and I just get in here and we kind of thrash it out and talk about what's on our mind. We talk, uh, you know, like I said, I'm working on that series. Uh, Jason and I are getting ready to launch forgotten ruin three as both an audible book, uh, or no, as a, as yeah, uh, um, as an ebook first, and then it'll go into production as an audio book on the same day that it drops as an ebook forgotten ruin two drops an audio book. So we're excited about that. Um, I'm thinking about giving the insiders the, uh, first chapter of strange company Two. let me know in the comments if that's something you want to read, or maybe you just want to wait for the full and complete book, but I want to really keep making sure that, um, 
the insiders are getting all kinds of bonus extra income, extra, extra content. So if you are interested in doing that, you can subscribe below. And I really encourage you to subscribe, subscribe below and you'll get chapters and short story content. Interact with me. Oh, someone today, uh, one of the insiders, they said, hey, you asked for my gamer tag. And they said it would be like the biggest thing in the world to me if I could be um, uh, in, in a Soda Pop Soldier novel. And so I said, okay, give me your gamer tag. And so they will be in. And I already got one guy in, Kodiak. He's already in. So There so was the another in... guy that gave us one, too. You'll have to go back and mm -hmm. make sure you don't forget that. I have them all. They're okay. all going to be worked in. Okay. You you know, if you want to be in Galaxy's Edge, I could probably sneak you in there if Jason didn't mind. If you want to be in Forgotten Ruin, I can sneak you in there. If you want to be in Total Chaos, I could get you in that. You could be one of those chungos. But um, subscribe, just $5 a month. So what does that turn out to a day? We're doing four podcasts uh, a week. Um, on a what, how many days and a month, in a month type of month? 30. Okay. And then and then Let's we do a podcast see. on the weekends for the insiders. And then we do short stories and we do chapters and all that kind of stuff. I think that comes out to 16 and three quarters cents a day. 16 and three quarters cents a day. That's a lot of sixes. <laughs> Four. It's the subscription of the beast. <laughs> exactly. So if you could subscribe below, that would be really awesome. And maybe you could think of something to give the insiders. What could you give them? Mm. Songs? Singing? Advice? Hmm. Photographs? Advice? Yeah. Photo Advice? Like bikini <laughs> photographs? No. No? You're so beautiful. Oh, thank you. We'll see what it, if we can think of anything. Advice? Sure. You could, if you subscribe, you can ask Nicole one, or excuse me, single white Medusa. Mm -hmm. And we learned an interesting Medusa thing today as we were working on Forgotten Ruin, but I'll just finish up. If you subscribe, you can ask single white Medusa one advice question a month. How's that sound? For every, every month you pay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And believe me, she will agonize over it because that's, she is a genuine person who actually cares about things. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am slightly loosey-goosey. No, you care. I do care, but I don't have the attention to detail that you have. Well, we just have different strengths. But the Medusa thing we learned is that med plural Medusa is Medusae. I guess you Medusae. would pronounce it with an A-E at the yeah. end. Yeah, and I thought it was Medusae because that's how I wrote it. Yeah. And I'm really digging because, like, if you ever read the old Dungeons & Dragons novels, which I didn't, but they got into a whole beholder culture, and a beholder is a copyrighted... D and D monster. It's like a giant floating ball with an eye. It's a giant floating eye, is what it is, and it's really bad. It really messes you up. Um, and when they made the novels, I think they got they they got into a whole like society of beholders. It sounded really interesting. I never read them. Maybe in the gulag, I'll go back and read them. But um, I think I'm kind of. I feel like I'm kind of doing that with Medusas right now. I'm kind of developing their culture. I came up with the, the only male Medusa. Yeah. And he was a pirate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> of course I would make him a pirate. His name was Galio, and he had, he attacked the River of Night. And then he ended up well as a, as a Medusa warlord with a harem of a thousand yeah, blind women. That's right. And one of my beta readers who's reading that, they said, please write this story. <laughs> <laughs> no. And the Whore of Ankalor story is the other one they want. Hmm. Have I? I don't remember that. What was it, Illyria of the Seven Boobs or something like that, or hmm. something? Has that been in this particular book? Mm -mm. 
I was playing D and D one. Oh time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I heard like, you guys uh, talking. That about was it. fun. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't write harem, so which is a form of literature, but. Well, I think it kind of. Maybe we could write something funny. Yeah. Maybe you could write a short story about them or something. A harem short story? No, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we, 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 we will aim to please, but that is today's podcast. We love you. Keep the butter side up. If it sounds like we're out on a ledge, we're not. We're having fun. I don't think like things are going to get immediately good, but I do think we are in a pocket of turbulence. Uh-huh. I think that, let's just say it's Obama's third term. I think that they're acting like guilty people who don't think they have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I think that they are worried about something. Mm-hmm. They might be worried about Arizona. I don't know. I think we'll reach some kind of conclusion. And just talking to my average fellow Americans and people I engage on in social media with and, and back channel me here and stuff like that. And the reason that I did this sub stack is so that we could get away from like the turds who report me and report us. Um, I, America's still alive because you guys are out there. You guys and ladies, and we're all talking. Mm-hmm. And we love America. We may not love our government, but we love America and we love our fellow Americans. And we're not racists and we're not bigots and we're not insurrectionists. Mm-hmm. We're really the we're really the dirtiest word that they can think of. And sometimes like like I had a Hollywood deal recently and it fell through. And they said, you know, we won't make right-wing Christian propaganda, or we won't make content for right-wing Christian trash. And they were talking about our audience. And I said to Jason, because we were talking about it afterwards, I said, what a great thing to be caught doing. You know, like if God were to come back today or Jesus were to come back today, and at least I got caught being a Christian. Instead of like, there are times in my life I could have got caught doing some other stuff. And I wouldn't be too proud of that. But at least for once in my life, I got caught being a Christian. The worst slur that guy could think of is the thing that I think is pretty cool, being a Christian. But bringing that to this, the slur that they use for us is that we love America. Mm -hmm. And and I think there's more of us than them. And I think they make us feel isolated. And I think if we just get together and we start talking, we have these conversations. But isn't it great to have that be the slur that they, they, they slur you with? That you love America, that you're a patriot, mm-hmm. that you love the flag, you love service people, you love what's right and not what's wrong. And so that's that's the difference. And so however dark it gets, at least you got caught doing what you're supposed to be doing. And that is the podcast. <laughs>